This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Does it feel, first of all, thank you for your time. Does it feel odd to you that it's going to be the last regular season game for quite a while between these two? Hey, Rick, uh, thank you for having me on. <laughs> I just had an interesting phone call uh, a minute ago. We were talking about this. Uh, Houston Nutt is driving here. He's north of uh, Ardmore right now to head your way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he's won the game. And, and so, anyway, we were visiting about the game, and it's the last time it's played and all that. And I said, you know, uh, Houston, I really don't think much about that. That, uh, you know, that we that's happened before. We've played teams and not played them again. And, and um, but this is an in state rivalry that uh, has always been good to the state and, and, and recruiting in the state. But, Really, uh, my, the games we really focused on were Texas and Nebraska because that meant, yeah, it was the big games. And, uh, and this, we, we never looked at it as a big game, you know, really. And that's not being arrogant. I mean, it's the damn truth. And, uh, uh, but we, we were so much better than then at that point in time. You know, I was 15 1 against, uh, uh, Oklahoma State and, uh, and them not playing again hasn't really sought, soaked in with me but that's what happens to football television controls football today mm-hmm. everybody coaches move for money uh, uh, leagues move for money and that's what's happening and television is the reason why and the contracts that can get and uh, i never knew when we sued this ncaa back in uh, 1981 that we were making going to grow television into the monster it is, but they are the ones that control college football now. Yeah, it's not Walter Byers, not Walter Byers anymore. <laughs> it's uh, television. Walter's uh, was neutered when we voted uh, to eliminate uh, all those 800 schools that we had that uh, were in the NCAA. And each one of them had a vote, and their vote meant just as much as uh, 600 that didn't play football had a vote that meant as much as Oklahoma's vote or Nebraska's or USC. It didn't make any difference. So we had to do something about it because, uh, so that's why we brought on the lawsuit and, uh, with college football association. But anyway, uh, uh, this game here is a, is a big game, uh, for, I think Oklahoma States, obviously it's a big game for, uh, uh Oklahoma because, Oklahoma got a dose of humility last week. I've mm-hmm. always said you, you play football, you're up, you're an undefeated team. You know you better watch out because humility is seven days away, and uh, and, you, and it's, it's tougher uh, to do. It's, it's happened to me before. You know I was undefeated in I think 1975, and uh, we ended up winning the national championship, but but we lost to a six and five team. Now get that <laughs> we lost to a six and five team. And we were un, uh, we won we were 37 and 0. We hadn't lost the game in 37 games, and uh, then that happened. And just uh, we we help them. You beat yourselves. You know you, you you do things that give them an opportunity to beat you because you don't play as well as you can. You the mistakes. You know team that get usually makes the fewest mistakes wins the game. Yeah. But when you really help them, it's uh, it's it's going to be an interesting game, and I think it'll certainly apply today when they play. You can't make mistakes, and uh, you got to play a, a, a damn good game. And uh, I think Oklahoma's going to damn have to do that, Stillwater. I'll tell you a little quick story. I talk a lot. You ask my ass to come on here, so I'm talk. <laughs> you go right ahead. So, yeah, so what happened? I, I went to Stillwater game up. I can't remember who the quarterback was. He played in pro ball for OSU a few years, a decade ago. 
he was a good player, and I met him. He's a nice guy, and, he, and they were beating the hell out of us up at Stillwater, and I was standing there, but Toby Keith, Toby and I were standing there together, and, you know, how close the stands are to the field, and and I was standing, happened to be standing in front of the student section. They were wearing my ass out. Oh, were they getting after me? And I told Toby, I said, I'm going to half the second half. I'm going to the press box second half. And he said, why are you going to do that? I said, well, Toby, they like country western singers up here, but they don't like OXOU football coaches. But that's why they are going up there. But uh, anyway, I forgot who that was, but we got beat that day up there. It was uh, Bob Stoops era. But Anyway, what uh, what do y'all want to know? Well, I want to know some of your best bedlam memories, Coach. Uh, I want, well, the worst one was uh, obviously the uh, the one I lost. You know, obviously they had a good team. They had Terry Miller, but we, uh, Thomas Lott, my quarterback, fumbled the ball on the five yard line, gave him the ball at the five, and they uh, were able to take it and score, and that was the difference in the game. Terry Miller ran seventy, eighty yards on us that day mm-hmm. too for a touchdown but uh the the game that really sticks out to me is the ice bowl up there that game was supposed to be played at one o'clock in the afternoon but chuck niners called me and talked me into who's the commissioner of the big eight conference and talked me into changing it for television so i changed it for television and next thing i know i'm looking out there at that field at five o'clock and that sleep was coming down that damn field i said well you dumbass you let them talk you for 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 uh, for them to be able to make some money, and you're not making a damn thing out of this. And 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 I watched that field get covered, look like a, a skating rink. And that the game right there was, uh, you know, we and actually we won, that was in '85. We won a national championship that year, but but uh, it, it, that was when Barry Sanders was playing, and they had a good team, but neither, they couldn't score. And we skated around enough. We finally got 13 points <laughs> to, to win the game, and then. Uh, the one that really jumps out at me is 1983. We're playing uh, uh, up there, and uh, and Jimmy Johnson's the coach. And we're on, they got us down two touchdowns going in the fourth quarter. And uh, I, I and all of a sudden we got he got down to the fourth quarter, and uh, our band was playing Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner, right one right after another. And and they regardless of who had the ball and if OSU was down near their end zone that we, they were playing it louder than hell and they asked the band director to uh, quit playing he says this is my job and he started they took him out they arrested him and they took him off the field and he's yelling at the band do not stop playing <laughs> they played Boomer Sooner for nonstop the rest of the fourth quarter it was unbelievable I mean I, I it, it caught my attention you were blaring so much and and. Then the the Monday I gave them a game ball, the Pride of Oklahoma game ball for for, for them helping win the game. I don't know if they helped win the game, but thrilled the hell out of them. But uh, anyway, there those are kind of the fond memories I've got about that game. Tell- I remember another one. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, yeah, Barry Sanders was. Uh, I don't know what year he was in, uh, but uh, they had a good team. Gundy, Hartley Dykes, mm-hmm. Barry Sanders. We were playing them up there. And uh, Charles Thompson was a quarterback. But I think, what was I? I can't remember. Yeah, it was 80, it's 85, 85. No, 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 no. I, I forgot. It was 86 or 87. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, what happens is that uh, uh, Barry Sanders rushes for about 110 yards in the first half. 
you know, about 10 carries. And I have a back named Mike Gaddis, who was the most underrated back I ever played at Oklahoma. I had six carries for 105 yards. And uh, it was a, a, a shootout up there. But it ended up, I think we scored 38 points. And uh, Charles Thompson broke a 38-yard run for a touchdown in the fourth quarter to, to win it. And uh, uh, But that was uh, Gundy's, I don't know if it was his senior year, junior year, what year that was, but it was uh, they were a good football team in that era. Well, but, anytime uh, Barry Sanders suits up for anybody, they're a damn good football team, right? Oh, imagine. I, 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 you want me to tell you another story? We got enough time? Oh, yeah. We, we got five time. minutes, Coach. You go. Okay, listen. And night, first year I took the Cowboys, we played Monday night football in, uh, uh, in Dallas. And it's Monday night football, and, and uh, we uh, – uh, I'm sitting in the locker room, and uh, Barry Sanders, we're playing the Detroit Lions, and he plays for the Detroit Lions. And so I'm sitting in the locker room, and the dock on the door, and it's the security guard. He says, Coach, there's uh, Willie, Willie Sanders wants to see you. He's at the, at the door in the, in the tunnel. So we were playing the old stadium, you know, Irving and then Dallas. And I walk over the door and I walk outside and said, Willie, what's going on? He said, Coach, the bastards on the other side, won't, they won't give me a sideline pass. I said, hey, Willie, they're the visiting team. That's why. And we asked for the next number. We give them that X number. Obviously, they, did, they didn't include you. Well, Willie said, I, I said, hey, Willie, take mine. I pulled my sideline pass. Off and gave it to Willie. He says, but Willie, you got to stay on my sideline. You cannot go on there. He'll kick your ass off. So Willie tied that thing on, and he hauled ass down our, our tunnel out on the field and behind our bench. I said, you stay behind our bench, and you can look up, and don't get in the player's box. And don't, you know, we've got, we've got reporters, reporters in the north end and the south end. You just stay behind them. Well, anyway, about halfway through the game, Someone comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and says, who's this guy running up and down the sidelines back here? I said, I don't know. I'm in a game and all. And Barry Sanders beat us in the overtime, rushed for 190 yards that night. And the only person that had more yards than him was Willie Sanders. <laughs> every time he made a run, Willie was running down the damn sideline with him over against the wall in the stadium. And I, we laughed about that. I mean, Willie and I and Barry have had a crazy laugh over that uh, in the past years. And uh, but funny. anyway, it was a yeah, it was, it was a true story that happened. And <laughs> they want to know who the hell that guy was. Because <laughs> we we got about a minute left. What can you? How would you break down this one tomorrow? You got an Oklahoma team, as you said, coming off the loss. You got Ollie Gordon, who's hot as could be. What would your thoughts be on tomorrow's game? Well, I, I'm not sure that the loss didn't help Oklahoma if it had, didn't have the injuries. They're losing the best defensive player. I think that the linebacker Stutzman's a hell of a player, and uh, but I think uh, if they lose him and the defensive back, they're not they're not as good on defense. And uh, uh, but Oklahoma's better. They're better than they were a year ago on defense. They're more aggressive, more physical, uh, and, and they're flying around a little bit better. Uh, it, the quarterback. You give him some time, he's got a chance to beat you. But uh, you pressure him, he has to scramble a lot. But he made a play at Texas where he's having to scramble a little bit and threw for the touchdown to win the game. Mm -hmm. But he can throw the football. But, uh, you know, I, and we, we do not have a running back. We had not got a running back on the damn field. And uh, and that's the first time I've ever seen Oklahoma not have a back. Hell, we don't have a back making three yards of carry. And 
I don't even know who we got. We got the best one we had, got hurt. Uh, and he's gone. He had 144 yards uh, up at Kansas, and he got hurt, and he's through. He's out. So we're beat up a little bit, but uh, I'm sure it'll be a pretty good game. And uh, uh, I think still – Oklahoma State's got two better running backs than we got. We don't have running backs than Oklahoma State has. Those two kids, what's it, Presley and Gordon? Ollie, and yeah, like Ollie especially, uh, 200 plus. He's outrushed about six teams in the last three weeks. Coach, you are yeah. uh, you're an absolute treasure. You're a delight. It is uh, one of the great joys of my life that I've had opportunities to interview you. I hope you enjoy that game tomorrow and keep those memories fresh, my friend. Okay, let me let me tell you. I, don't, I told him to listen to me on radio. I think I was going to be on that Tulsa station. And uh, Houston Nutt called me a minute ago. He was north of Ardmore, headed your way. And, uh, so hopefully y'all yell at him and say, <laughs> come on, big boy. Come on, big We're boy. About what... yeah, there you yeah. go. We'll, we'll, so get him. Anyway. we'll get him in here. All right. Take care, guys. Good good talk to you. Thanks so much. That is Coach Barry Switzer, the king. We went over a little bit. Dan Patrick show is coming up right now. But you know what? Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.